Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Richard. And I'm Chris. And we're all in the same place for the yeah. first time. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's cool. <I> think. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, Chris, you're here from Canada on vacation with your fam. I am. We are here for one more day, but we, uh, we've we been in L.A. for about half a week, and then we drove up here, and now we're here. And I came up here just to meet with you guys and do this. Wait. That's cool. This is a side address. Oh, side address. So okay. I need it like that. There hey, that's better. Yeah, All that's right. Better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, not to like give a whole travelogue, but how <laughs> how's it going? It's been going yeah, great. It's good. yeah. It's we've had a really great time. It's good. it's a little cooler up in San Francisco than I expected it to be, but maybe that's just me. I'm if, glad. Yesterday, I think it was twice as hot in Toronto as it was here. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome to come to Modesto. <laughs> looking to get your heat on. I've, I've heard it's been a little warm. Yeah. <laughs> it was 100 degrees all last week. I call that hell. <laughs> yeah. That sounds a little... I don't want to complain about the weather, but that sounds too hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of a dry spell for... Walking Dead for Evil Dead, but we just had Comic Con and that really got me kind of stoked for Evil Dead again. And then you happen to be coming into town. I'm like, yeah, let's do that thing that we promised we said we were going to do. So right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about the Evil Dead 2013 remake slash sequel. But before we get into that, I guess we'll go ahead and get into the news. So here we go. Uh, this news is going to be all about Ash versus Evil Dead season two because tons of news has come out. For example, Ash versus Evil Dead season two is premiering on Sunday, October second. Sunday. Sunday. Boo! I know that screws us <laughs> up a little bit, doesn't yeah. it? I don't know if you guys heard, but what what it was on uh, Saturday night last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that meant that we could watch it and podcast about it, and then we could do our Walking Dead podcasts on Sunday because Chris and I both have Walking Dead podcasts. But now that they've moved it to Sunday, it, it makes it practically impossible for us to podcast on it unless we, because we're, we can't really do it during the weeknights until like Thursday or Friday. And Rich can't even do that. So we would have to publish a week late. And that seems kind of crazy. But I did contact Stars and asked if we could get episodes early. They said yes. Then I reminded them that we have two hosts and they didn't reply back to that. So I'm hoping that a yes is a yes and that we'll be fine to podcast this year. I hope so. I don't want to let this go because it's yeah, fun to do. I it's, know. I mean, you really enjoy the show. I yeah. want to talk about it. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, just watching this movie. I watched it today, actually. And then 
you know, getting that little sound clip ready. I'm like, oh, we're going to get to podcast again. But uh, this might be the last one. So thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> it was great while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really fun. Um, let's see. It's another 10-episode season. The first episode's called Home, and it's written by the showrunner Craig DiGregorio, who we should try to get on sometime. It'd be fun to talk to him. Uh, next, about the possibility of another Evil Dead movie, Bruce Campbell said... Quote, one thing leads to the next. The success of the movies over time led to the show. If the show is successful, then it'll re-energize the whole deal and you can go to a studio, whether it's stars or wherever, and go, hey, man, let's make a movie. Every extra year that it stays on the air, there's an exponential increased possibility of making it into a movie. Never say never. I'm game either way. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Some more movies. Yeah, I think he's in it for the money. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what makes you no, say that? maybe Park, because he wouldn't have said that five, six years ago. You don't think he was into Everybody it? Everybody always asked him, when's Evil Dead yeah. 4 coming out? And he's like, I don't know, leave me alone, leave me alone. I think that's just because Sam Raimi was so big for a long time. Yeah. And now Sam Raimi hasn't had that much to do, it seems like. He was doing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And had a lot going on, and he, I think Evil Dead was on the back burner. Yeah. But you're right, now he probably might need that I mean, Evil Dead a little bit. Yeah. Well, he was doing... It's their first love, right? That's right. What was that show he was doing, you know, with the detectives or whatever it was? Burn Notice? Oh, Burn Notice, yeah. Uh -huh. That was if a great show. Gonna, I mean, this is what got me in trouble when I got booed by the whole crowd. But if he's going to do that, then he could do <laughs> Evil Dead, right? I don't think he would. I think he would have been into it, actually. I just think the stars weren't lined up for everybody else that was involved. But uh, I also feel like this show... You know, everyone listening to my voice right now and everyone who watches it loves it. But that's not very many people. Yeah. No. Right? It's, it's not a ton. I think it's less than a million. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? So I highly, I mean, unless they can really publicize it and push it this year and get a huge audience, I feel like this could be the last season. <sighs> I hope not. Yeah, me too. I, I, I hate to be a downer, but hopefully that's not true. Just in case it is, let's really savor these 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and also what uh, Bruce Campbell's really good at committing. When he commits to something, he's all about that. When he committed to Burn Notice, he was all about Burn Notice. Okay. Now he's all about the series, and he'll really just get behind it. And yeah, I mean, if stuff. he if they do decide to do an Evil Dead Four, that would be awesome. I would it be would, all, yeah, be totally into it, and so would he. But I feel like this is just him really trying to, like you're saying, commit and publicize. Yeah, you know? maybe he's just starting early. Yeah. Because he also said that he would love for them to commit to seasons three and four at the same time. Mm -hmm. He's just like shooting big, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a producer. Yeah. Uh, they screened the season two premiere at Comic-Con. I didn't even realize that until today. I didn't know that either. There's a couple reviews. I didn't really want to read. I kind of scanned without but trying not to get spoilers. But I found a paragraph that doesn't really give any spoilers i'll read it, it says it's from uh, heather wixon at dailydead.com suffice to say i loved everything about the season two premiere of ash versus evil dead as it really hit all the perfect beats for me the story is clever and feels more in line with the films than anything we've seen previously from the series the cast members are all infectiously engaging and the effects are downright marvelous october 2nd can't get here fast enough cool well, that sounds pretty good yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one I kind of skimmed seemed pretty positive too. So that's good. So the rest of the news is a little bit more into the details of season two. We'll talk about the trailer that came out 
and a few other specific things. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers at all, you might want to move ahead to the next section where we talk about the movie. But uh, it's not too spoilery. And I, always, I I kind of feel like with this show anyway, that it doesn't matter that as much. Hard to be spoiled too right. much on this. It's more I mean, about the experience of laughing at Ash. Yeah. And yeah. Like Ash is going to say some dumb things. That's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there will be blood. You know, I mean, lots of blood. don't know if that's a spoiler. It's going to be one-liners. <laughs> no blood. <laughs> All right. So the trailer, did you guys watch it? Yes. Yeah. Just you, once, though. I wish I'd watched it a couple more I times. I only watched it twice. Yeah. All right. What do you What do you think? It looks totally cool. <laughs> I can't wait for it to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Did you catch? Uh, in fact, I paused it because I, you know, you see familiar faces in there and it's like, wait a minute. I know that face. So you pause it and then yeah. you go forward, you know, one second at a time. And there he is, the $6 million man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. You didn't even know he was going to be in it. I didn't and know. you just saw him. But huh? you watched the trailer yeah. two or three times. And you're like, hey, I didn't I even know see him guy. in there. And I did know he was It was super brief. <laughs> yeah. I mean, less than a second of screen time. And I was like, ah, he looks familiar. Huh. What's what? his name? Lee Majors. Lee Majors. Yeah, Lee Majors. That's right. That's yeah. right. He plays Ash's dad, That's which is cool. perfect. It's pretty good casting. And I'm sure. Yeah. I, I have a feeling, uh, a suspicion he'll be a major asshole. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be kind of disappointed if he's not. Um, so I'm not going to go through every beat by beat detail, but I loved how the trailer started with the chainsaw and people screaming, ah, and then he sticks it right into a keg. <laughs> and he's in Jacksonville, right where he wanted to be. He's, Everybody loves him. Yeah. All these hot babes want to touch his chainsaw. <laughs> he's living the life. Yeah. That's the life he wants. That's Jacksonville. Perfect. It'd be cool if it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this may be a dream sequence. <laughs> because any thinking. other show might like keep, try to keep him away from that goal for a long time, but they just jumped right in where he's doing exactly what he wants. It, well, if they've given him that, it, they're going to take it away. Yeah. You know? I, within the first three minutes, <laughs> Exactly. <guess>. Something <laughs> will go wrong, and yeah. uh, it'll all go up in smoke. At least he got to have a little taste. <laughs> That's right. Um, and <clears throat> let's see. Ash deserves that, at least. Yeah. A taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems like a lot of this season is going to be about him going back to his hometown, which is Elk Grove, Michigan. Lee Majors is his dad. And then Ruby coming back uh-huh. to ask for his help because it looks like one of her little creature birthed out of Pablo demon child has grown up. I think there was one of those in the trailer, right? And she wants help uh, taking care of him or something. That's what I got out of it. I don't remember that part. No, just... neither do I. <laughs> See, I told you the plot doesn't matter. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Uh, the post-Comic-Con panel interview revealed that there will be references to Army of Darkness in Season 2. Which is something they couldn't do in Season 1, right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. Different studio ownership, yeah. and they weren't allowed to do it, but maybe they've loosened up a bit and said, why not? Something, yeah. Um, that's what I read, and that it will maybe it will be acknowledged that he traveled back in time. So yeah. that's cool, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Cool. That's good. I, I could see it being something like, you know, they they realize, oh, people like this show. People love it. It, it doesn't get huge viewers, but it does okay. So maybe we want to be associated with that. Yeah. And they just loosen up. Let him do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the more fan service they can stick in here, the better. Right. As I'm concerned. Uh, Cheryl, who is Ash's sister, who died in Evil Dead 1, but wasn't mentioned in Evil Dead 2, will also be a part of it somehow, be referenced. Okay. He's going back to his hometown. And then they said Pablo will be dealing with supernatural PTSD. Of course. 
which I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if they'll be like doubling down on torturing him this season. That seems to be a lot of fun to it was, see how much it was one of the funniest dish out things about season one, just the stuff that Pablo had to go through yeah. and constantly being covered in blood. So uh, they're going to amp, amp that up, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like the stand-in for um, where Bruce Campbell started out with this series. Yeah, that's know, right. Like to torture him. <laughs> now it's Pablo. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like I said, Bruce said he wanted stars to greenlight season three and season four together. I'll be happy if they greenlight season three. A uh, bit more detail about season two. Bruce Campbell returns as Ash with Lucy Lawless, Ray Santiago, Dana DiLorenzo also returning, Lee Majors, Ted Raimi's in it. Um, Michelle Hurd is his high school sweetheart. I meant to look her up. That name sounds familiar, but mm. Sons of Anarchy actor Joel Tobuck appears as Bale. Released from the underworld, Bale becomes a more powerful enemy than the team has faced before. One, one with a secret link to Ruby and designs grander than just destroying Ash. Bruce Campbell described the then unnamed character as, quote, a nasty fucker. <laughs> of course. That's how he would describe a lot of uh, demons or characters, maybe. Bale. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Bale one of the seven lords of hell or something like that? You've been playing Diablo 3. Yeah. <laughs> Diablo 3. Yeah. yeah, he's a devil. Yeah. I mean, I I know that from Diablo 2. Uh, and then the last thing is just the titles. Do you, Should I read the titles of the episodes? How many do you have? All 10? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're in Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. I haven't heard any, so I uh, want to hear them. I don't know what they are. Home, The Morgue, Last Call, DUI. I think it's funny that one episode's <laughs> called Last Call and then DUI. Yeah, that's right. Back to back. <laughs> Confinement and Trapped Inside, which seems a little samey. Uh-huh. Delusion, which I like. Ashy Slashy. Ooh. That sounds good. <laughs> home Again and Second Coming. Is it actually Home Again or Home a it's second home time and then home again quote home again okay <laughs> yeah it would be funny home <laughs> they two episodes home in one season <laughs> second coming so uh it sounds biblical so that's, right that's that's all i got all right wow. home this, and then the morgue are the first two right home in the morgue something yeah. goes wrong at home and they have to end up in the morgue. yeah yeah okay. the morgue doesn't seem like something went very well no you <laughs> end up there <laughs> and then you go right to last call after that very okay. good <laughs> ted Raimi, what did he do in the movies he was he was in the movies right the he was the uh the the wife the deadite chick from the basement <laughs> oh that's right henry he was in the rubber suit yeah yeah <laughs> He's in everything Sam Raimi does, right? Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. I read, uh, Ash, I read Bruce Campbell's book, If Chins Could Kill. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember him saying that he used to babysit Ted Raimi when they were kids. Why not? They all grew up together. Bruce Campbell did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a fun babysitter. I read that book, too. Did I ever tell you guys I read that entire book in the bathroom? <laughs> in I, one sitting? Not in one sitting. <laughs> like, wow. Took, like, I was really backed up that day. Took two or three. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been sitting on the little thing yeah, next to the That's right. Yeah. That's an entertaining book. <laughs> Couldn't put it down. Attention shoppers. Deadcast Top 3 in 5, 4, 3. All right, it's our Deadcast Top 3. It's our top three highlights for the 
2013 Evil Dead sort of remake, sort of sequel. When did you guys, you guys both rewatched it, right? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. I watched it for the first time a few days ago, and you then and then again yesterday. You hadn't seen it before that, huh? No, I oh, hadn't. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, right on. I watched it about three hours ago, <laughs> <laughs> or four hours ago, and I'm still kind of affected by it. It was scary. It was serious scary. It was really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like there's so much of Evil Dead DNA in it. But I see, the first time I ever saw this, I went with Karen because she loves Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And we were in the theater. And I remember watching it and um, when it was over, just kind of looking over at her to get her reaction. And she was pissed. Uh, <laughs> she didn't she like it. She hated it. Yeah. Really? But that's because it took out just a couple of elements that her favorite things about Evil Dead, the goofy comedy and oh, whimsy, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And I thought, oh, that's cool. It's a great experiment. And they did such a good job of including all the other elements. And I thought it was great, but it was hard to watch. It was, yeah. (laughs) I thought it was also like a classic 80s movie more than the horror movies that come out today. You know, just kind of straightforward gore and blood and and, uh, tension and stuff like that. Yeah, I I was thinking as I was watching it, it it would it makes a good standalone horror flick. I mean, the movie mm-hmm. is is just good, and then I enjoyed it more because of all the Evil Dead references. Yeah, I think I I liked it too actually, and I was I was worried coming out while well, driving over here and hanging around the city today, thinking about it a little bit that. Uh, I went in with low expectations, and I thought maybe I I liked it because of that a little bit more than I would have. Yeah, yeah. That matters that to helps, me big yeah. time. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really expect it to be any good to, for some reason. Mm-hmm. And and I, I'm not sure why, uh, just because maybe the originals are so iconic and right. I love them mm-hmm. so much. And, and Sam Raimi wasn't directing it. Or right. He, yeah. he, he was involved in producing this one, Bruce Campbell as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of went in with low expectations and came out thinking it was pretty good. I, I had some, some issues with it, but... Uh, but yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think that's that's really. I mean, it, that affects me more than I wish it would. My expectations, for example. Yeah. Every a bunch of our Walking Dead cast <laughs> listeners just uh, recommended all at the same time that Karen and I watched Stranger Things, right? Netflix series. You heard about this? I've seen the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's an ode to Stephen King and Spielberg and eighties horror and sci-fi it's a bunch these kids and they have to run away from these interdimensional monsters but it uses a lot of techniques from the 80s so it's really really nostalgic but it was hyped up so much that i came away a little bit disappointed Mm. (laughs) and i think that had a lot to do with it i feel like it was a you could call it a mix of like twilight zone meets et sort of (laughs) the best thing about or one of the best things is if you ask anybody, they'll come up with three references, and they might not ever match. They might not be the same, <laughs> but it's really funny. But you get you get the idea. Uh, anyway, expectations. Sure. Yeah, I like Stranger Things a lot, but I don't think they quite nailed the ending of it. But whatever. Yeah, well, there'll probably be a season two, though. No, I, I believe there will be. <laughs> Endings are hard. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I guess we gave our general opinions. Oh yeah, I was just wondering, what do you guys think if? Evil Dead never did exist then and this movie came out exactly as it was what do you think the reaction would be oh my god that's such a hard question it is, um right? 
I don't know. I would I would have gone in with no or certainly different expectations and maybe I think I would have come out enjoying it. I think so too. And I think most people would feel that way. I think it would only lose a small small percentage of the audience <clears throat> from The Evil Dead because uh it, it was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I almost wonder if some people might be more impressed just because of that whole thing about well, for one thing, having seen some of this stuff before, if you haven't seen it before, it's like, whoa, this is really different and yeah. interesting. And also not having any expectations that it will live up to this thing that you love. You mm-hmm. know, people might like it even more. But Well, there was some stuff in this movie that um, like if you if you'd never seen this sort of thing before, you I could see people coming out going, oh, my God. God, I can't believe they <laughs> oh did God. that, or I can't yeah. believe they I showed like that, that in anyway. a, on what a movie. Was that? Yeah, to a degree, I feel like that, anyways. But if Evil Dead didn't exist, I well, mean, you'd ma- still have Reanimator. Maybe something else, yeah, would have <laughs> would have desensitized you to this kind of thing. But there's stuff in there that was, yeah, a little nuts, and yeah. it kind of goes like, "Hey, look, they got a tree scene." Oh God, look at that! Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the yeah, tree exactly. scene. yeah. I'm like, oh, this this scene is nice and tense, and then suddenly there's nail guns going through somebody's eyes and hands. Yeah. Like, it's not tense anymore. It's just <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's uh, serious. All right. Let's get into our top three. Who wants to go first? Um, I can go first. Go I only sort of organized these into a top three, so... Well, we can just... Yeah, yeah. One of, the, one of the things I... Um, I wasn't so sure about with this movie, I'll, maybe I'll start there, is that... In some ways, I felt like it was trying to be an Evil Dead movie, but not quite getting to become an Evil Dead movie. Instead of fitting into the universe of Evil Dead or fitting into the canon, not that I think they were necessarily trying to do that, I feel like they were just on the outside of it, like they were referring to something else rather than being that thing. And that's I had that feeling throughout throughout the film like they were almost paying homage to it rather than sort of being a Mm -hmm. thing and sort of an example of that is if you guys have seen Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz those uh, Simon Pegg movies I feel like those are great movies because they almost they parody that kind of genre but at the same time they They are are that genre Mm. and that's not exactly the same here but I felt like this was trying to be Evil Dead and didn't quite get there right um even though i enjoyed it quite a bit so um and and i think maybe the biggest reason for that is it kind of lacked the humor that Mm. that evil dead has it had the gore and it had some other stuff and it used a lot of the same techniques you know we had the uh first person evil cam first evil view cam whatever Mm. and you know other things like that some of the sam raimi techniques of jerky cameras and fast zooms and things Mm -hmm. but i felt like they were just doing it because that's what evil dead was and not because it sort of added too much to this movie kind of like the hey let's throw in a reference here yeah yeah they were they were referring to it instead of being it and i I, maybe i'm not really just describing it wrong i kind of feel what you're saying too yeah i i just think that for someone who had never seen the evil dead movies before and watched this i'm i don't I don't know, but I don't think they would get the feeling like, huh, this is weird. Like, this movie's trying to be something. I think they would just appreciate it, and it would be mm-hmm. okay. It, it does work. The, this style is not... I mean, this style borrows heavily from the style of the movies, but it right. leaves out the humor. And I don't think that means that, like, if you're going to do the jerky camera angles and 
the other stuff that borrows from Evil Ted that that you need to have the humor for it to work as a movie. No, but then why call it Evil Dead? Like I, I yeah, that's at, a good point. at the end of the at the end of the first viewing, I thought you know if that wasn't called Evil Dead and it was just a regular kind of yeah. cabin in the woods horror movie, I would have thought this is this is great. This that's what I really loved the it. point I was making earlier. Yeah, about just appreciating it without the not baggage, but just what's come before. Could, right? Can you appreciate it? But then that's so. I guess it's really a really difficult thing to do because this isn't a sequel. It's not a prequel. It's just a similar story in a familiar kind of style and familiar universe. And I feel like maybe that's harder to do because they want to make it similar. So they're including similar scenes. It's not really a remake, but in a way it's a little bit of a remake. There are scenes where, you know, cutting hands off, but this time it's an arm. And I think so, you know, if I think uh, the part about like trying to replicate the comedy is a dangerous um, mm-hmm. thing to try. Yeah, because you could yeah. really fail, especially without Bruce Campbell. I don't think they even wanted to try. Yeah, but you know that's kind of the cynical take on it. But also, you could also say, oh, what if somebody just wanted to say, hey, let's do a more serious, more scary version of Evil Dead, which might be what they did. Mm-hmm. Well, if if that was the goal, I think it was pretty damn right on the mark, right on the money, you know. Regarding what you're saying, Chris, about the references and such, uh, I kind of feel what you're saying because I, I'm a little, I was a little confused, actually. Let's clarify something here. Was this a remake? Well, here. <laughs> or so, is it a continuation in the same universe? I have a quote from the director here. All right. It, he says, now the way I personally like to see Evil Dead 2013 is it's a story that takes place 30 years after the Evil Dead ended. The car is there. The cabin is there. A family bought it and did some work on it more than 20 years ago. And the book has found its way back to the cabin. New kids will encounter it and suffer its wrath. Is Evil Dead a sequel then? Maybe. But the problem with the sequel theory would be that there are too many coincidences between the events of the Evil Dead and the ones on this movie to have happened on a continuous storyline. But if you believe the Naturum de Monto can force these things to happen, then it could be a sequel. And I do believe in coincidences. So he's saying that he, I think he's kind of saying that he likes to think of it as a sequel. Okay, well, if it's, yeah, it's a continuation 30 years later. That's what I thought. But then there's a lot of things where in the references, it didn't make a lot <laughs> yeah. of sense either. But then again, neither did, there was stuff like that from the first Evil Dead to the second. Yeah, that's true. Right. right? And they said that <laughs> Evil Dead 2 wasn't it wasn't a remake it was the kids going back to the same cabin <laughs> yeah after the events of evil dead one i don't and think now that's i got right. evil dead 2013 so right. people keep going back to this damn cabin it's like they should quarantine that it's place. just kind of fuzzy and it, it doesn't really matter all that much to me no no you know it's you can't take this too seriously i guess yeah. but you know what i like the idea that it's a sequel better than anything else if it is 30 years later the, the the same sorts of things might happen. This is yeah. the way this evil another tree rape. What you know, the heck? What yeah. the heck? You're gonna run a lot of action, trees. They? they just there's not much they can do. You know, it's um, it infects you in the hand first, and what's you know people are gonna chop that off. So. Right. There's a chainsaw right there. Use it. Um, <laughs> That's right. And then the people in the beginning, the very beginning, that was Professor Nolby, right? I don't know. Is that who that I don't was know either. I, I wasn't sure. I, I I imagine, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't really show him interacting with the book or talk about being a professor or anything like no, that. No, yeah, right? I was confused for a bit. Yeah. They didn't that's really the get case, into it. That's Ruby's dad. 
But then this movie probably doesn't have anything to do with the series, right? Yeah, that's Ruby's dad. So that's his daughter that he lit on fire. Which would have been Ruby's sister? Maybe. You guys are thinking too hard. (laughs) (laughs) But they talked about back then after this movie came out that one plan would be to do more movie, like one more sequel, excuse me, to this movie and then do another one with Ash meeting up with her and their stories combining Mm. together i have a feeling that now that ash versus evil dead came out they probably dropped that idea but yeah oh what do you think do you think that would be cool to see these two worlds colliding (sighs) not really i think they should keep them separate mia and ash together oh mia was pretty kick-ass yeah she was sort of the the i guess you could say the main character yeah she's real complimentary to ash you know i was trying to think is she the main character because she kind of got possessed pretty early on and then it looked like she was done for until mm-hmm. the last 10 minutes of the movie. So I don't know if you can call that the main character. But then again, once you get the chainsaw in Evil Dead, you're kind of the main character. I thought, that's yeah, that's like. right. Yeah, just pass it on. Yeah. <laughs> he or she who has the chainsaw yeah. is our protagonist. <laughs> that's, how, that's what we always got to remember. <laughs> Good premise. All right. What's your number three? Uh, actually, it was along those same lines. I really enjoyed all the references. Going back the second time and watching this film, picking them out. I wrote some of them down. Um, where did I write them down? Oh, the trees. The trees are alive. They have the same scene. It's the third time now you get to see the trees do their thing. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't remember that being in there because I know when you and I talked about these scenes in the first two movies, it's a little, we're like, oh man, I don't know if they should have included that, but that was back in the 80s when they yeah. did stuff like this. And here it is again. Here it is again. And, 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 not, and it goes all the way up yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ew. God. Those trees, they get a lot of uh, like You'd think now if they have a female protagonist, why not have the trees like uh, butt rape some dude? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's going too far, man. Oh, that would be too far, yeah. That would be too far. You're you're a sexist. Uh, (laughs) I like that. I mean, I do feel like that scene went a little too far. But up to that point, I really like that whole idea of being tangled up in the trees and Mm -hmm. it just being tortured by the evil elements in the forest. You know, that was really well done. And then, of course, the thing comes out of the mouth of the... Yeah, the other deadite, I guess. That's evil, just messing yeah. around. That people, was a cool. Effect people got possessed with a lot less coming out of her mouth. Yeah. yeah, and it looked like it looked like the tree branches or vines or whatever it was slithering around, coming right out of her mouth, and then in somewhere else. I mean, one thing that I love is about all these movies is the look of just the area, the the earthiness of it and the darkness and the the kind of uh, mistiness and the wood is all dirty and old and groaning and you know they the uh, the first two evil dead movies and this one all all have that and they're all so remote i just love the feel of the aesthetic of it yeah yeah they did a good job they had scenes uh where the bridge was out yeah Mm -hmm. they had a scene and i like that what i liked about that scene is uh Mia's in the car, and you know she's had she's probably not quite herself since she just burned herself, and she had that thing go up inside of her, and she's just kind of smirking at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't have to. Uh, they didn't have to tell us too that the that the river was flooded or the bridge was out or whatever. Yeah. They showed it to us. I, I, 
I thought to myself, you know, in a, in a lesser movie, a character would have been like, we got to get out of here. And someone else says, we can't. The bridge is flooded. <laughs> yeah. But right. they didn't do that. They tried to leave, which makes kind of sense because things had gone crazy. Or and then they couldn't. They were if, stuck. If Ash was there, he would have went, no! <laughs> 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 oh! Oh. As the sun sets. <laughs> yeah. But uh, another thing that they didn't really hit us over the head with is that you shouldn't be reading the words in the book. You know, in the first movie, they're like, reading these words will call forth the demons from the netherworld or whatever. Yeah. And this one, it was just like, well, we know by now you probably shouldn't mess with yeah. this stuff. Yeah, the guy just does it. He just, yeah. he just just brings the book up and starts immediately saying things out loud. Like, and the know. audience is sitting there going, what are you doing, man? <laughs> right. Exactly. Leave it alone. Come on. And he dude. only read two words. The only two words that matter, he read them. <laughs> Brought the evil, manifested the evil. It's like, come on, man. You're a teacher. Yeah, yeah. He's a high school teacher. You <laughs> should was, know better. I was attaching myself to his character. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> so here you go, guys. If we're ever in the same situation, you got to yeah. just chain me up. Yeah, and lock He's me gonna, away because I'm going to go read the book. Gonna go He's going to screw it all, screw it up <laughs> for all of us. I'm going to screw it up. Yeah, tape on your mouth. <laughs> Don't you say anything. We must read this book. We must educate ourselves <laughs> on why there's dead cats in the basement. Mm-hmm. And then they had um, chaining up the door. They had the evil infects the hand. Yeah, there was a lot of references in the movies. It was fun to pick them out. I had a I, good time. Yeah. Well, the, I'll do my number three in the same vein. <clears throat> Similarities and differences. So a lot of stylistic similarities the abruptness of things how there would be kind of a vacuum of silence every once in a while and then bam yeah you know i love that was so brutal there was the demon cam and the weird camera tricks you guys mentioned Mm -hmm. sometimes there were inanimate objects moving and the characters would look this way when they heard something over here look that way like that (laughs) (laughs) and the sounds are awesome there's like whispery sounds yeah the fly buzzing like i didn't even realize the fly was buzzing until it was there for too long and i'm like that's so annoying yeah that's the point yeah (laughs) someone shut that fly yeah Yeah, what yeah turn the volume up when you watch this movie at home yeah there's a lot of dynamic sound yeah the wood kind of creaking and groaning like there's something pressure put against it the gore and the gallons of blood the practical effects i think they tried to do mostly practical effects like yeah the uh the deadites have the same attitude mm-hmm. you know that was one thing that was interesting that they took the comedy out of the movie but not really from the deadites they're pretty much the same they are but i didn't think the the lines delivered by uh possessed yeah. mia in in the basement there were as good for some reason uh, things say? like your little sister's <laughs> being raped in hell yeah. i'm like oh great yeah. okay <laughs> kiss me you dirty See you next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, why don't you come down here so I can suck your dick, pretty boy? Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, the, that's you know her what? Brother. Actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I kind of agree with you. It's not, I felt like those lines were more The Exorcist. Yeah, The Exorcist right? was right really foul mouthed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's evil. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like, but they. Well, another thing they totally do that's the same is they sob and pretend to be their old selves. And why are you locking me in here? Yeah, that I like. That is yeah. that is that oh, is yeah. super evil because oh, you yeah. play on someone's emotions so that much. Is right? a mind twist. You know, yeah. Right at the beginning, she's if whoever it is being burned on the stake at the stake at the beginning. Yeah. she's 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 all nice and friendly until they're about to light the match, and then she turns evil. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you better. Yeah, they. I like how he set her on fire first and then blew her head off just for good measure. <laughs> right. For good measure. Fire is not going to do it. Well, I guess. we found out you have to cleanse by fire right, or yeah. 
live bury or dismember. Was and so he went for he that. Oh, yeah. two of the three. <laughs> two of the three, I guess. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't remember anything about this movie. So watching that, I'm like, oh, this poor girl, she's in danger. And then as soon as I heard her say, she said, you know, I just want to give you a hug. And I'm like, oh, she's a deadite. <laughs> it was before she said anything. That's that revealed right. Yeah. It. I'm like, oh, yeah, evil dead. No, they don't have to give you a, a, a hug girl. of evil. <laughs> Me, so another thing that the deadites do that's the same, or at least one time in this movie, is they pick at your your insecurities and your mm-hmm. weak points. When she told David, I, I know mother hates you now because you left her when she was sick, and, yeah. and and now she waits for you in hell. That was brutal. There were a lot of similar plot elements the book, the trees, the possessed hand, the dismemberment, uh, David getting ready rambo like mm-hmm. he sees the chainsaw doesn't grab it so that was a little twist that was nice but just the fact of a chainsaw now what was different the, the, there's not there was not as much humor hardly any uh no ash and they're not in the cabin for fun they're there because it's kind of an intervention to help this girl get off heroin which made the tone at the beginning more somber and of the whole movie actually and i'm not i wasn't sure i liked that i figured they probably did it because it's just too cliched to have a bunch of teenagers getting drunk and having sex right Um, but what i did like about it is that it there was a little segment where she was seeing the evil but they didn't believe her because she's a drug Mm -hmm. addict so that was kind of a nice little twist i like the whole premise too that keeping her there for the intervention is the reason they stayed through some of the stuff that would make yeah, you leave. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah not, exactly. Maybe we should leave. No, we can't. No, you're, you're just, yeah, you just don't worry. It's Probably a good addition even. to this kind of movie. Like, they need a reason. They yeah, sort of need stay, a reason yeah. to be there. Yeah. That makes sense for them to not just run away. Yeah. Right. And they didn't try to leave until things got really crazy. And yeah. that's good. I like too that. too late by then. Yeah. yeah. It probably would have been better if they were all on drugs. <laughs> we're all here together to try yeah. and go clean right. whoa man you're evil <laughs> uh, okay two more so they there seemed to be one demon they they said once he feasts on five souls the sky will bleed again and the abomination will rise from hell they talked about him and he more mm-hmm. yeah so that that gave it i thought more of a satanic feel like this is the devil I know one major difference. Um, I didn't like the main character. Oh, you didn't? Unlike Ash, who I yeah. adored, uh, David, I thought was a total loser. Oh, you think he's the main character? Oh, yeah. I thought, well, yeah. Co- for co- half main the movie, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, he was boring, right? Yeah, he was boring, and he was a wimp, and he was a scaredy cat, and he abandoned his mom. It's like, dude, you're kind of not a good guy. You're like on the dead eye side. Yeah. <laughs> like, get him. <laughs> Yep, totally. He and was the only one that never got possessed, right? Right. I yeah. think. Because he was always cowering did Eric, in the corner. Yeah, Eric did, yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. The last thing that Wait, I thought... no, I think he did. At the very end, when he gave himself up, right, so that Mia could escape, didn't he give himself up as a fifth soul? So I'm like, well, idiot, he, you just gave yourself up as a fifth soul, now you're calling forth the legions of hell, you Done. But he gave himself up. That doesn't mean he was possessed. He was just trying to save his well, sister. Right after he died. No, he, he stayed in the house, blood. Shot, the, shot the gas can to blow the place up. Right. I think he was dead at that point. Yeah, not mm-hmm. possessed. Yeah. At least we didn't see it. That's a theory. 
But then, yeah, it started raining blood, which is, and I just remembered the, for some reason. I thought that was Yeah, awesome. and then the things started crawling out of the ground, and I'm like, you well, retard, you just gave him the fifth soul. Yeah, that was the prophecy that once he claims five souls, then the sky will bleed. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I thought was different, and I could be wrong, but it feels like it's just more disturbing and more gruesome. But I, I could the way the reason I say it could be wrong is because the Evil Dead movies are they're chopping heads off. They're you know, they're vomiting blood. I mean, it's pretty gruesome. But maybe because of the humor, it kind of cuts it a little bit. But I still think. I don't know, just th- like cutting somebody's tongue in half. I don't know. Maybe I'm oh, wrong. That made me cringe, man. It seems like there's a lot more cringy moments, right? <laughs> there in was. This, in this movie. There is some stuff. I don't want to watch movies like this every day. You know, once or twice a year is enough. <laughs> yeah, me. probably more than enough. That yeah, The tongue thing is super gross. I don't like tongue stuff or teeth stuff. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. nasty. When a, movie needles, is, when a needles. movie grosses you out and makes you cringe, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good. It hit on a lot of because it, it was really tense at some points, and then other times it was just disgusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and awful. All right, Chris. Well, that could be my next uh, my next one. I uh, this movie really did creep me out and and make made me cringe quite a bit. So I watched it a couple of nights ago for the first time. As I said, we were in a, a hotel room or a little motel room coming up the Pacific Coast Highway. And uh, I wasn't in the room by myself, but everyone else was asleep. And so it was dark. And I was sitting there and I was watching this. And uh, I swear to God, it, it kind of scared me in, in that room. And I think the movie was pretty effective at that. I don't know if you guys remember after she crashes the car, she tries to leave on her own. She crashes the car into a pond or a right. swamp or something. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. she's scrambling out. And uh this figure comes out of the water right behind her and it's kind of a jump scare scene, but that really got me. And then um, just, I felt like as I was sitting there watching it, everything out of the corner of my eye, like a car going by and headlights or something just really <laughs> creeped me out. So yeah. it, it was a really creepy movie and I think they did a good job with the scares and the, mm-hmm. and the stuff like that. So yeah, because, because it had both like some movies have you just, all tightly wound up and ready to jump, even though they don't show any gore. Mm-hmm. And this, and then some movies are just splat stick gore, and you know you kind of squint at it, but you're not really like ready to jump. Yeah. And this one had both. It had both, and they did a, they did a nice job with it. Um, sometimes you can see these things coming, you know, mm-hmm. um, the music changes or whatever, and they they yeah. telegraph it for you. But I don't feel like they did that too much <laughs> in this movie. Maybe because there was a lot of it, they packed it in, and uh, it. Uh, I, I felt like it. You know, the scares that came were kind of unexpected for mm-hmm. for a movie like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know it's gonna they're gonna be scary and so on, but it's uh, good. At, it was good. I mean, he. I think he really captured Sam Raimi's the spirit of Sam Raimi, where you have a, a I don't know, almost like a rhythmicness to it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's like a vacuum of activity and sound sometimes, and then all of a sudden, wham, something happens, and it's just a good, I don't know, steady pace. Yeah, but, it was yeah. well-paced. Yeah. You watch it in the first, what it was, maybe first 30 minutes or so, you're like, oh, that's that's interesting. Oh, that's kind of gross. Oh, yeah, this is cool. And then, and then they had those three scenes right in a row where um, Olivia, the nurse, when she starts turning, 
And she kind of pauses in the hallway yes. and then starts twerking. She pees herself. Pees yeah. herself. And then she's in <laughs> yeah. the bathroom sawing her mouth. Oh, God. And then oh. she stabs Eric with the needle. All of a sudden, I was perked yeah. up. And I was like, holy crap, this movie's good. <laughs> Stabbing him in the face with the needle, yeah, too. Yeah, with the it's needle. Like, it's come like, come on. Ah. The scene where uh, Mia is in the shower burning herself mm-hmm. and... Uh, David, I think, starts pounding on the door, and then you see—I think it's the flames from the hot water heater. I don't know, but they're like, yeah. And the music's go, and like, oh, that this is like the part in the roller coaster where you just reach the top and you're about to go down into the loop de loop. You know, that's what it felt like. Yeah, <clears throat> everything's about ready to go to hell. Yeah, my those. thought in that—I <laughs> hesitate to even bring this up, but when I <laughs> during that scene, I thought this is an R-rated movie, and she's having a shower fully clothed. Come on. <laughs> like, hey, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. That's something that would have been different. I want eight. my $8 <laughs> back. <right. laughs> That's All funny. right. Rich. Is it Richard's turn? Sure. Uh, two. You know, I, I enjoyed the characters. and Except for David. More to the point, the actors. I think the actors did a really good job as far as being uh, relatively unknown. But yeah, the characters, Mia, she did a great job, or the actor who played Mia, she did a great job of, of being a drug addict, going cold turkey, and you're kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't know, I, I don't really have a lot of respect for this chick, she's she's on drugs, and she's not cooperating, but then I started to like her, especially at the end, when she started kicking ass, <laughs> and yeah, no, I didn't like David at all, but that's part of, you know, what the makes the movie good, mm-hmm. and then you had... Uh, Eric, the teacher, who was my favorite guy, I was kind of pulling for him. He was a tough cookie, man. I liked him because he did that stupid thing, but then once he realized it, he's like, oh, this is messed up. I think I'd messed up. You yeah. know, he wasn't continuing to be stupid like some characters yeah, in right. are. He's like, realized it he's was like, a big ah, mistake. He owned it. <laughs> yeah. If only he'd realized it half an hour earlier. Yeah. <laughs> my you, favorite. You know, to be fair, you wouldn't really know. Like, no. if you found an old book like that and you'd never seen Evil Dead... You wouldn't know not yeah. to read it. Olivia it's, was hot. She was good looking. Yeah. Uh-huh. My favorite part about Eric, too, is how he kept calling David on his bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Cracking me up on his denial. Everything's going to be fine. Eric says, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. I don't know if you've noticed this, but nothing has been fine. Yeah. Everything's been getting worse every second. Yeah. And I feel like that's sort of a callback to the Evil Dead movies, even though that yeah. specific line wasn't said it kind of feels like something that might have been said yeah by ash or somebody you know? <laughs> he did it again too david's like uh, you're gonna be okay after after his girlfriend cuts her arm off yeah everything's gonna be fine and eric's standing right there she just cut her fucking arm off does that sound fine <laughs> yeah and that is a direct call back to the scene where yeah. he reaches through the mirror Mm-hmm, says, you just yeah. chopped your girlfriend up with a chainsaw. Does that sound fine? <laughs> this is decidedly not fine. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the characters were good. They were well-defined. Mm-hmm. And the, the actors, actors did, did a good, good job. job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They so. did do a good job for nobody I'd ever heard of before. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, I guess there's plenty of unknown actors out there that can do really great jobs. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> like... Uh, uh, Harrison Ford in American or what is it American Graffiti yeah. American Graffiti yeah. he was in Apocalypse Now too you know was he he had a small part in Apocalypse Now Harrison Ford Harrison Ford hmm. I bet my wife that one time and we put the movie on and I won the bet <laughs> you know what I just found out there he is. the guy who plays Cliff Clavin on Cheers yes every Pixar movie yeah yeah uh, in addition uh, he was in Star Wars Okay, is that him? I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole, but I know who you're talking about, and I swear I, it looks like I him. I think it is him, I right? Th- yeah, no, it was on... It's uh, him. 
I looked it up. It was on. Uh, that He's standing website. there in Hoth, right? Internet Movie Database. Is he listed? Because I don't. I thought he was never credited, so. but maybe. Okay, I'll take or your maybe word for it. It was somewhere I saw it. That guy's been in everything. <laughs> I think he dreamed it. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was interesting. All right, my turn. So my number two, I guess, is chilling moments and over-the-top, disturbingly gross moments, which we've covered a lot. But that that scene where she, she stopped in her tracks, just uh, and then dropped uh, Olivia. She dropped the needle and whatever she was carrying mm-hmm, in her other hand, mm-hmm. becoming possessed. Yeah, and. You don't quite know what happened. Like, did she see something scary? But then her neck kind of cricks, and then she pees. That was really effective. I don't know (laughs) if I've ever seen anything like that before. I was like, oh. I liked that bathroom scene a lot, actually. And when she attacks uh, the school teacher, and and then he has to... (laughs) pound her to death with the broken toilet or sink or whatever it was. It was awesome. And just, like, you see her scuffing at something... And he's like, well, are you okay? What's going on over there? And you're like, I don't think we want to see no. this. And they're like, nope, we didn't want to see that. Definitely not. <laughs> She's nope. like rubbing her face off. And then when the evil busts through the front door, Mia says, you're all going to die tonight. I was like, yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've seen this movie before. <laughs> I liked when which she burned her face off. That was like, God, don't do that. Which kind of made me think at the end, Mia, you know, I don't really have many things about this movie that I think didn't work, but I remember when I saw it the first time. And again, when Mia, it seems like she's dead. She's got the plastic bag over her face. She's getting buried. And then he electrocutes her and she comes back to life. I'm like, even for this movie, that seems unbelievable. A little bit too much. Yeah. And, and not only that, but all her burns went away. So it's like becoming a deadite and then turning back, just kind of healed it all up. That's like a benefit. Are you saying it was too supernatural? Uh, I don't know. It just, it's like when, when stuff like that happens, then I feel like, oh, there's no stakes in this. Right. You know, it's like when superheroes and comics die and then they come back a year later. That's a good point. I was fully invested in the movie though. So I didn't even notice. Hmm. I was like, yeah, that's a cool plot twist. Well, I have a question about the end, but finish your. Okay. uh, Just a couple more. So slicing your tongue in in half. Uh, the tree rape scene. Uh, these are just the goriest. The nail shooting. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Yeah, a lot then of nail gun stuff. Him yeah. sitting there laughing later on with nails all sticking all over. And then Mia pulling her own hand off. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. that the hand, There was a couple of hand things in this, yeah. in this yeah. uh, movie. The hand, Pulling her hand off. That's with the car stuck on it. That was awesome on one hand. And just <laughs> pulling. A, yeah, pulling was a little more disturbing than cutting. Yeah, and you see the strands of... Because oh. Natalie cut her arm off. Yeah, and I love that because she's saying, um, I did what I had to do, and I feel so much better I now. feel so much better There's now, one yeah. strand of flesh left, and it kind of breaks off. <laughs> and the arm just falls to the ground. Yeah, that was great. There's a little humor in, so in much this better movie. Now. A little, right? It and, didn't and, feel like it at the time, but now when we sort of talk about it, I can see it a little yeah, bit more. It's you very know? subtle. Very, very subtle. And she uses the meat carver on her on her arm, which we saw earlier in the yeah. movie carving meat. That was a good and I feel like setup. They that got a was lot of explanation in this movie. That yeah. was a little humorous too, because the meat looks so gross. Yeah, did you see that meat? And it's like, oh come on! I mean, I, I like a, a rare steak, but that was <laughs> yeah. raw. It was green know? and purple. Uh... <laughs> That's right. They had they, they get it from the and would you eat something you brought out of the cellar? I mean, the cellar is disgusting. 
<laughs> they must have brought that with them. They didn't get it out of the cellar. And just really undercooked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I think it's a little funny. It's, it, I, I just wanted to, I remember something I was thinking a minute ago. Some movies you go and it feels like they were kind of going through the motions because they were contracted to the movie. This one felt like there was a creative vivre, you know, joy mm-hmm. to it, I felt like. Yeah, you no, you're right. But the, things like seeing the seeing cutting the meat and then using it on her own arm later is, you know, they thought that through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so what were you going to say? All right. So I guess uh, my last point, I just talk a little bit more about the ending. Two two questions. So he, he buries her, which is one of the ways they can uh, take rid her, take care of it or whatever. Exercise the demon. There you go. Um, but then he digs her up and he uses his like homemade defibrillator on her, yeah. which is made of a car battery or something. <laughs> yeah. Was that his plan all along, or or did he bury her and then have second thoughts and dig her up? I think it was his plan, because when he was about to set the cabin on fire, he goes, no, I just can't do it. I just can't do this. Well, he so went that's through the, the plan he came up with in that moment. Well, and then he ran because yeah. he thought, I'm going to do it the hard way. I'm going to uh-huh. save, save my sister the hard way, you know, instead of, yeah, instead of just burning her. Because I had the same her, question. Yeah. I was like, why can't you just burn the cabin down, you pussy? <laughs> <laughs> just throw her in there, light it on fire. Come on, man. He was annoying me at that point. I'm like, God, David, you're such a wimp. Yeah. Well, he went through that, that back and forth a few times, right? He wants to help his sister, but he doesn't want to hurt her and things like mm-hmm. that. Uh, so, but I just wasn't sure if, if, he just had second thoughts and he dug her up and got lucky and somehow knew how to right, make a yeah. defibrillator out of a car battery. I don't know if that would be so easy to do. I did like how <clears throat> she's saying, no, 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 and I can't breathe. And he's like, no, nope, you're not her. He keeps, and, uh, you know, no matter how many times that happened, there's always a little part of me that's like, are you sure? Like, yeah. Maybe, uh, no, you're probably right. And But then he stayed with his gun, so you got to give him that, right? He didn't mm-hmm. fall for it that time. Yeah. And then I loved how... She was just like, okay, that's not working. Then she just starts like needling him. <laughs> but yeah. you know, her whole demeanor changed. I thought that was kind yeah. of well. Effective. She's like, I'll appeal to the whole mother thing, right? Maybe that'll. Uh... So why do you hate me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then before he buries her, he he dresses her up in the red dress. Why? Why oh. did he? Why did he change oh, her clothing? Yeah, that I don't know. Perv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because a red dress looks better in rain, blood rain and something. I don't know. I, I don't want to be too cynical about yeah. it but i remember briefly thinking where'd you get the red dress that from? it bothered me a little bit it's like why change her clothes i mean if you're gonna do this thing just throw her in the hole and bury her and he's just a sensitive soul i guess so i don't know uh but i i i enjoyed the whole end sequence um as i've said the the rain the blood rain and then the car falling over on her arm she has to tear it off and then when she finally picks up the chainsaw and that was one of the most amazing scenes of the whole movie when she just <laughs> drives that thing through the yeah. face, just full on through the face of this there, demon yeah. and, and cuts it right in half. Like, and they did that so well because they, they kind of tease you with it at first when he's getting doing the whole Rambo thing and you see the chainsaw and you're like, yes. yeah, I get it. And he does, and what? You didn't get it. Yeah. And, and it's like they're just a little foreplay. You know? Same, yeah. <laughs> right. And that was the main the event. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the ending, do we know who that was that came out of the ground after it started raining blood? Well, that's the demon that was supposed to be summoned, right? I don't know. I thought it'd be a little bigger. That kid, that kid was all skin and bones. Yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe it was Linda. Oh, from okay. The first, movie, but she has a head, second though. movie. 
<laughs> I mean, if it was a con- see, it's a continuity thing. I didn't, I didn't know if this was a remake or if it was a continuation. I bet you that I bet it was one of the characters in the movie because the car was there. The car was there, yeah. And the gun was that Ash's gun, but I thought Ash took his gun with him when he left. Yeah, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit yeah. together. And that was if they tried to make it all fit, then I think it would take away from the movie. They wanted first and foremost to make this a coherent movie in and of itself. Yeah. And then, you know, add some little things like that. Chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, that was part of the fun for me is trying like, to figure all that out. I remember when we, sure. Yeah, me too. And when we talked about evil dead two and how it was similar in that some things didn't match up continuity wise with the first movie, one way that you could explain that that's in the continuity of the movie is the area around all these deadites, there's reality warping things happening. The sun travels across the sky in about 10 seconds. That's right. So you could say, well, it's just a little reality warping stuff going on. (laughs) You know, suddenly the chainsaw's back in its place, even though he has had it with him back in time. Room to allow you to suspend belief. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Well, a couple of things. The, there was a recurring theme of wanting to die to be at peace versus possibly being subject to like eternal torture in hell. Eric said something like dying might not be so bad right now. I just don't want to become the devil's bitch. Yeah. He tried to convince David to kill his sister so she would be at peace. And then the whole thing about dead eye Mia saying your sister's being raped in hell. Mm -hmm. So that, that does make it pretty scary to think, Oh, if I succumb to, if I get, if get where these guys want me, then I might just have eternal torture. Yeah. Well, he did read the book. <laughs> and he did end up. I mean, maybe when he got burned, that saved his soul, but he was uh, possessed for a while. Right, there. he was, yeah. Yeah. Just for a little bit there. And then uh, the Necronomicon, I just, there's some things that was written in it. I thought it would be interesting to say what it said. It said, burn bitch. Yeah. And when Eric opens the book and looks through it in big red letters, leave the book alone. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that down, too, because I thought it was a bit goofy. Leave this do book alone. not read this book. Yeah. And he, what does he do? He is watching. There's a lot of bloody pictures of grotesque creatures. There was don't say it, don't write it, don't hear it. They open the door to him and uh, boiling water on the body or something like that. So... A lot of stuff that had to do with what was going on in the moment, even though it was supposed to be an ancient book. Like some people may, I thought some of that bloody writing might be more modern. I think it was added by, uh, it was like notes added by the old guy at the beginning. Yeah. Trying to tell people not to. The only thing that doesn't quite fit is he's reading the right pronunciations of the ancient text. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) that doesn't quite fit because he's no professor. But. No, but high school teachers are the smartest people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that's all I got. I, I got like a couple other quick notes. Sorry, Tom, Rich. Um, at, right at the beginning, there was an upside down shot of the forest, which felt Sam yeah. Raimi-ish to me. Yeah. And I, I liked that a lot. Um, the dog's name was Grandpa, which I thought was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the poor dog, too, got, got uh, stabbed to death or or uh, beaten to death. That's yeah. not cool. That was sad. Um, there's a scene after the forest rape scene, I guess. she's Mia's back in her room, and her brother comes to talk to her, and it's when she says, there's something in this room, in this room with us right now. I thought she did a really amazing job in that scene. Yeah. She looked genuinely yeah. terrified. Like, she looked <laughs> yeah. 
freaked the shit right out. Yeah. And then um, you see her. And then, then you see the thing in the mirror. Yeah, that was uh, that was good. All the jerky bone creaking stuff was was really good. They all sort of went through that when they were being possessed. Um, and then did you guys watch right to the very end of the credits? Yeah. 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 So I don't want to. We spoiled the whole movie. It's okay, but yeah. yeah no, I mean, it's okay. Bruce Campbell was there saying groovy. Which Remember on the, one hand I think, oh yeah, cool. And on the other hand, I'm like, that's so that's just pure dumb, fan, yeah. goofy fan service. <laughs> yes. Like had nothing to do with the movie. No, <laughs> nothing to do with anything. On the IMDb yeah. page, there was a question. Someone, you know, they have question and answers. And someone asked, does Bruce Campbell appear in this movie as Ash? And the answer is no. But at the end of the credits, he's there yeah. in silhouette and he turns to the camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, has nothing to do with anything. No. He's just there. <laughs> so for people who stayed to the end, you it's know. His, yeah. <laughs> it's his seal of approval. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. Is, yeah, Very groovy movie. Groovy. <laughs> groovy movie. <laughs> Rich? Yeah, I had a couple of scenes I th- I enjoyed. Uh, I remember remember when uh, Mia had Olivia pinned down and then threw up all over her face. Oh, so nasty. Yeah, <laughs> Just, for a long time. Yes. So <laughs> long that I feel like that goes in with the black comedy of it. <laughs> right, yeah. They, very, they push the envelope and mm-hmm. then... Olivia's up and about and freaking out and they show a close up on her face and she had chunks and stuff Just, in her hair yeah. and on her face. I was yeah. like, ew, chunks. Chunks like, of gunk in her hair. Attention to detail. And they're talking about like, oh, what do we do to help her? I, I would think they'd be going, what the hell is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, what was that? What the hell is Olivia? Was it still eat? raining at that point? Because they could have been like, go outside and rinse off. That's really? just I know. nasty. I was like, come on, you're going to catch a disease. <laughs> like if you threw up that much right now, right on Chris... I would be running down Forest Park. Right. Out of here. Also, like, what did you eat? It's like, yeah, you live here, but you'd be the hell, hell out of this yeah. place. I'd be like anywhere else. Oh, I laughed out loud when um, after uh, Eric was attacked by Olivia, uh, David takes him out to the work shed to patch him up with duct tape. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, duct tape has infinite uses, including yeah. patching up. It's like, just ignore the bathroom and the medicine cabinet. <laughs> I feel like I, I just thought of Jason for the first time. Miles, he, uh-huh. he, he needs to be there for comments like that. It's found upon. There you go. <laughs> oh, did you catch the necklace that was on the ground? It was in the shape of the skull. No. Oh, when she threw it down or something? Uh, yeah, I think it was Mia mm-hmm. picked it up towards the end of the movie. She puts a necklace back on at the end, right? Mm-hmm. She Isn't... picked it up and when she was picking it up off the ground. You briefly see it, and it was in the shape of a skull. Okay, good. They did that in one of the movies, Uh-oh. too. So that was a little creepy. There. And then um, I thought it was it was interesting how the entire cabin, especially in the little spaces between the work shed out, was remarkably spiderweb free. There was like no spiders. Oh, in yeah. <laughs> and they didn't really... Keep a good, evil keep likes a good their place, yeah. house clean. They didn't really dwell as much... Did they on, like, in the first few movies, it's a big thing how the inside of the cabin is much bigger than the outside. Yeah. They didn't really do that too much, Not right? Too much. They did Maybe show little... you the backside of the cabin this time. Yeah. It looked a lot bigger. When she's in the work shed, she's going into this weird little space. That's what that... I was talking about, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, really clean. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of note to selves. Sure. I wrote a note to self. Um, <laughs> Watch wear, movie again. <laughs> wear forearm protection if you're ever in this situation. You see all the cuts and nails and everything yeah. everyone got in their forearms because they're always doing this, you know, putting their forearm up next to their face. Note to self, when you're going to bury the possessed, bury them head first. So okay. they can't talk you out of it. Right. Uh, bury yeah. them head. <laughs> Pour the dirt on the head. Top end first. Shut Good. up. 
And then get that brand of chainsaw, man. That sucker never stalled. In the rain, in the blood. <laughs> it's hard to start up. In the right. gore, yeah. But once you get it going, mm, man, it's good. That it's was a hardcore chainsaw. I need to get that. <laughs> <laughs> does Ash's chainsaw ever stall? It doesn't, does it? I don't think so. I, I think, think he just so. has the same problem where he has to start it just in the nick of time. Right, <laughs> right. That's a quality <laughs> but chainsaw. But once it's on, man, it's, it's, go, it's go time. <laughs> yeah, I was happy to have liked it as much as i did because i hadn't seen it since it first came out i only saw it once so. yeah same here it's fun i enjoyed it but it also made me go all right now i want some ash versus evil day mm-hmm. <laughs> right yes the real thing all right let's go into listener responses why don't we just keep going around this table in the same order all right brian campbell writes it was a well-produced horror movie but lacked the decomposed tongue-in-cheek flavor of the original without that Raimi wit it's just not an evil dead movie for me at least with the onslaught of Ash versus Evil Dead, this movie and the Evil Dead 2 remake will quickly be forgotten. What's the Evil Dead 2 remake? We should know about that, I feel like. Well, uh, there's Evil, Evil Dead. Dead 2. There's Evil the Dead. Evil Dead 2 is yeah. a remake of Evil Dead. That's what. That's what, how I've always thought of those referring to. saying the Evil Dead... No, I think he means Evil Dead 2 as a remake of Evil Dead 1. The onslaught of Ash... This movie and the Evil Dead 2 remake will quickly be... Oh, wasn't No, I think he's saying... But, this movie and the Evil Dead 2 remake will be forgotten. So are, is somebody, is there an Evil Dead 2 remake? We're going to have to look that up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've, always sense, con- huh? I've always considered Evil Dead 2 kind of a remake of Evil Dead yeah, 1. Yeah, but I don't think that's what he's saying. Okay. He's saying it'll be forgotten. And I don't think it'll be forgotten whether that's what he means or not, because uh, how could you forget Evil Dead 2? Evil Dead 2 had all the humor in it. Right. More so than Evil Dead 1. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Evil Dead 2 is the pinnacle of this whole series as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. It's the first one I saw, yeah. and uh, I think my favorite. Yeah. Although, it's been super fun watching the series. Like, it's, it's been great. Okay, Rich. Cool last name, too, Brian. Campbell. <laughs> All right, Brian McFall. <laughs> Another Brian. Uh, I actually loved the movie. I went into it knowing it was going to be different and didn't expect comedy, so I was happy with what I saw. Expectations. I thought it paid great homage to the original while doing its own thing. The mythology it tried to create was slightly confusing upon first watch with the amount of souls that had to be possessed in order for all the shit to hit the fan. But after a few rewatches, I think I get it. Also, the guy who plays the older brother, Shiloh something, looks so familiar, but I can't think of who he looks like. Anyways, loved yeah. the movie. Thanks for finally getting around to reviewing it. Thumbs up. He, he sounds like he watched it like five times. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good movie. I I wouldn't mind watching it again. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Paul Williams says, I loved it. It's a different beast to the evil dead we know and love, but I think it's a great horror. I think it's a better movie than Army of Darkness, too, though I'd probably still watch Army first. Hmm. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Army, too. I mean, I can can put that movie on any time and really enjoy it as well. All right. So we had two Bryans, and now we have two Pauls. This comes (laughs) from Paul Hibbard. Loved it. The whole movie read... To as an analogy for battling heroin and the horrors of withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks, you guys, for writing in. I thought we would just talk a little bit off the cuff about, just just real briefly, but what we want to see in season two. Season two. Yeah. Gosh. What er- are you hoping for? Everything I was hoping for was in season one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in the trailer, it looks like they've taken season one and just turned it up to eleven. So yeah. I'm I'm hoping that it's more of the same, more of the same. but yeah. but even even more yeah. of the same. You know, 
now that you've gotten what you wanted to see as far as you know one-liners ash and um and the gore yeah i kind of interested now in the plot like what's gonna uh, happen maybe right. where's it gonna go yeah uh, do you think they're gonna try to do you think there's any um risk of them continually trying to one-up themselves yeah see yeah I, that's I, always a risk. i kind of feel like you know how uh with a sitcom like say cheers you know each season is just another season with this gang making us laugh. I almost feel like that would be okay. <laughs> no, you're right. Do the same thing again, slightly different situations, yeah. different jokes. I've been slowly, <laughs> Friends is on Netflix, and anytime we don't, uh, we just need something to put on, for some reason we throw on yeah. Friends. And, and we've been watching it just all totally out of order. And you can kind of see with a show like that, the episodes are all sort of the same, yeah. the similar jokes. And Friends was a good show. I it don't know if you guys show. liked yeah. it, oh, but yeah. I, I liked Friends as a sitcom. And Cheers is the same way. Yeah. And they just had a thing they did, a formula, and it really worked, and that's it. So Ash vs. Evil Dead is a different genre, but they can do, they take the same approach, and I think that would be okay. Take note, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Those shows lasted for like (laughs) 10 years. (laughs) Yeah, Friends had nine seasons or something, and Cheers lots, you know? I do think that they'll try to one-up, because it's the nature of these horror kinds of things, I would think. But uh, I hope one thing that I hope for is that Ash will be thrown off balance uh, more. And he was thrown off balance Mm -hmm. um, in season one, but not as much maybe as he was in the movies. And uh, I like him when he's unsure and scared. Yeah. So I want to see more of that. Comes up with (laughs) his best one-liners. Yeah. (laughs) Although I remember the scene, I forget what they were saying, but I guess he was at this farm and they had his mouth covered and he got thrown at a few lines like that that's funny that's good yeah. stuff yeah, they just need clever so ways to, to make us laugh <laughs> clever <laughs> ways to do the same thing and it'll be fine it'll yeah. be fine yeah well going back to what you said you invested in the characters you like the characters in Cheers and Friends mm-hmm. you like the characters in this show you just gotta put them in different situations yeah. and I really do, do yeah. like the characters so yeah. they've and, done a great job and uh, I hope uh, Lucy Lawless. Uh, it uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with her. Yeah, you know that's a big unknown. Yeah. I, it, sa- it feels and sounds like from what I've heard in the news that she'll have a bigger role because mm-hmm. last season they just had her in a smaller role because she was busy filming something else. But now she can devote her full time to this. So cool. It'll be interesting to see what she does. I remember just now it occurred to me. I think I remember last year saying I wanted to see a little bit of time travel or something to that respect. I think maybe <laughs> I you know, said might later that. on you might like it, but not in the beginning mm. or something, you know? Yeah, I would. I, well, I'm thinking that because that's what I'm thinking. Well, right I wouldn't now, mind yeah. seeing a little bit of uh, Ash maybe going into a different time or maybe a different dimension even better. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that would have worked in season one, right. I think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but you need to establish the show, what it is, and then we can get into time travel. Yeah. He is the chosen one. That'd be cool if he went into their dimension and started kicking ass. Yes. That feels like a season three thing to me. Daddy, I'm home. <laughs> yeah, season two is is a continuation of season one. Maybe kind of wrap things up a little bit, and then season three can be totally different yeah. totally Pretty cool we're gonna get to meet his dad i mean yeah yeah absolutely and and i guess it's also about his past but uh also it seems like the evil at the end of season one was spreading wider mm-hmm. you know so it yeah could be becoming like a worldwide thing this time That's who's a plot thing. ted ramey gonna play do we know his childhood friend oh okay so that's kind of real life. 
Yeah, it sounds like right. it. Yeah, right. this is my friend. I've known him since we were kids. It's Ted Raimi. We used to yes, yeah, Ted Raimi. We used to make movies as teenagers. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ted. sure. I bet you he'll be a deadite at some point. Mm. Oh, probably. Right. He would make a good deadite. Well, he was. He was Henry. Yeah. Henry. There you go. <laughs> That's our show, episode 15. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was a good one. Fun. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, if you want to call us, you can call us at 650-485-DEAD. That's 650-485-3323. You can also email us at groovy at podcastica.com. And you can find us on the web at facebook.com slash evildeadcast or evildeadcast on and check out all the other shows on the Podcastica Network at podcastica.com. And, of course, the Talking Dead Podcast at the Talking Dead Podcast. Ta- talking talking Dead Podcast. Yeah. Like you guys, we'll be back in a few weeks when fear starts fear up comes again. On. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hoping it's good. Trailer for that looked pretty good, I thought. Yeah, and it, uh, I really feel like season two stepped up its game. Agreed. Although I'm still not as excited about Fear as I am for Walking Dead to be back on, I have to say. No, I, I agree with that, yeah. but I do think season two of Fear has been very good so yes. far. And uh, I'm looking forward to the second half of it. Absolutely. And if all goes well on this podcast, we will have an episode for you on Monday, October 3rd. One good thing about getting episodes early is maybe we can actually have our podcast out like the next morning after people see the show. That would be awesome. So that would be cool. Uh, or thanks for listening to our podcast, and we had real fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. I don't want to think so, about that. I, you know what? If it turns out that we can't keep going, then we have to at least come back for a farewell. Or maybe we'll do like a season wrap-up or something like that. We w- this won't be the last time you hear from us. No, we'll have to do something. I mean, I was already to move to California so we could do this in person every time, but those yeah. plans are just <laughs> shot the hell down. Yeah. yeah. Screwed up my whole life. <laughs> All right. That's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in Jacksonville, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <groovy. laughs>